Hi there, I'm Tam. And I'm Eternally Mortal. And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast, where we talk about vulnerability. Yes, and I'm not saying stuff and things this time, just because. Welcome. Sad. We have to have a comeback for it at some point, so I have to kill it now. Oh, um, I see. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast, one and all and everyone, and I hope you're all having a wonderful day, and whatever day you happen to be listening to this. I hope it's a tolerable January. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. (laughs) That's the the most I could really hope for anybody right now. We can only pray and wish for a tolerable January. Yep. And maybe that's just us. I don't know if that's completely across the board, but I know a lot of people that really, really struggle with January. I mean, I'm struggling. There's statistics, too, but I don't want to make it to where everybody hates January forever. What if we create some sort of like false mind loop to where like a hundred years in the future just Januarys are despised by all Januarys are already despised by all people hate January for a good reason don't try to talk it up like it's something good understood (laughs) January sucks (laughs) people are allowed to like January people are allowed to like January but nobody does nobody does I'm just saying I hear you. I if 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 you listener out there are a person that likes January, come at me. Tell me. Let me know. I would love it. Yes, tell us all your favorite things about January <clears throat> to rub in our faces how it's okay to be to be a January lover and it will just be a tiny little drop of positivity in this dreary, horrible January for us. Yep, because I don't believe that that person exists. I don't. I just don't. Because January sucks. Mm-hmm. That's probably not going to be all we talk about for the podcast is how much January sucks. Though. I mean, it could be a pretty, pretty big theme, potentially. Potentially, depending on where the conversation goes, I guess. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Like, What's happened in your week that felt noteworthy? Uh, I remembered a song today. And I had a bit of an experience with it, and I don't remember all of the aspects of that experience, but I was thinking about just sort of like, you know, stream of consciousness and it for a couple of minutes, if you wanted. Um, Did you have something you wanted to talk about? I mean, there's things I can talk about. Okay. But I I wanted to let you go first. I also wanted to type a thing into the chat. Understood. Uh, Give me one second. Nah, it keeps moving your face. Yeah, my face moved. Sorry about that. (laughs) I had to mute for a cough. Oh. Uh, Yeah. Um, Okay, so... uh, I need to set my, my mute button to something at some point. I just used my mouse. I don't have enough buttons to do that. To use your... No, I mean, I move my mouse cursor over to the mute button and I click it. Like a like an old, old man. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm doing this recording thing and it, it seems a little weird for that to happen on the video aspect of it. Oh, okay. Right on. Sure. But it's okay if... You move the mouse on the video, but it's okay if you're not okay with that too. Anyway, anyway, I'm gonna 
I'm going to talk about my thing. Yeah, talk about cool? your thing. <laughs> but not your literal thing because. Oh, my God. Okay. That would be wild. Please continue. Um, so uh, the song that I remembered today was um, Blackout by Linkin Park. I was listening to oh. that yesterday. That specific song? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, it popped up on my Pandora on my way into work today, and I've been obsessed with it all day. I've listened to it probably like eight times. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember when you first heard it, you were pretty obsessed about it then, too. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's amazing. Because, like, <laughs> uh, the beginning is, is, like, all this energy and angst and, and anger and frustration and Chester's beautiful screams that I adore greatly. I watched some live performances from like a decade ago ish, a little more. And uh, he took it easy on stage a decade ago to make mm. sure that he didn't fuck up his voice, which good on him for taking care of his voice. Um, I knew he struggled with that when he was younger. Um, and I think that this song, the like the recording for the album for, for Blackout, I think, is one of the songs that you can point at and be like, this is him fucking up his voice. I mean, and, Honestly. and I have to be, you know, it's it's January, so I have to be the morbid one that has to point out, like, a fat lot of good that did him since he freaking killed himself. Sure, and it's, 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 it's okay to be upset about that kind of thing. <clears throat> um, when that happened, the world lost a great artist. And, I'm just uh, saying, like, maybe he could have not focused as much on preserving his voice and just went all out if Maybe that energy went to the wrong place, is, is all I'm saying. I understand. Um, so, yeah, all that energy in the beginning of that song, uh, it's it's so much. And then, and then, like, in the middle of the song, it, like, it smooths everything out. Like, the vocals were all harsh. The, the instrumentals were all harsh and fast and, and, and moving and beating. And then it just, like, it smooths the song completely down into this very very eclectic light beat over a, a smooth tone and then I don't even know if it's Chester's voice or it might be um, Mike Shinoda's voice that comes in and starts this like very pure clear tone uh, singing just differently than the whole song has been and it it's such this moment of catharsis in music that I adore that I've heard a few times and um, the Grudge does that by Tool also. Mm. Um, uh, and in that song, towards the end of the the, the smoother bit, the, the catharsis bit, there's this line about... Um, I'm going to fucking cry just thinking about it. I'm sorry. Uh, Don't be sorry. Line, You're allowed to have feelings. There's this line. I know vulnerability, right? There's this line that they say... Um, uh, I can't remember exact. I wish I remembered the lyrics exactly. I could pull them up, but I'm not gonna. Um, it's basically like we were waiting to find out what you know, and the when that line comes back again, it's we were we're here basically to pick up what you've left behind. And um. I don't know how they meant it when they wrote the song. I have no idea. But what it means to me is like part of my idea of what 
reality is with regard to consciousness and souls and shit. Because, like, I think that all the experiences that we have get folded into a collective and we get to share of the experiences of all consciousness briefly before we go back out and mine some more experience from this mortal realm. And um, just hearing it in a song like makes me cry, <laughs> honestly. It's, it's just a moment for me because of some wording that hits me in a specific way, but like I, I adore it greatly. Uh, I'm gonna let you react if you'd like to, because I don't. I can't see your face. I have no idea what you're. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. Like I, I believe that life is, you know, we're we're in here as souls mining, like you said, mining the experience of life, and that's for everything, not just humans, but you know, everything that is alive. I feel is a spirit mining the experience, so that it can go yeah. back to the spirit realm you know, a little bit more evolved. And then when it, I don't know how the spirit realm works, but like, I assume that they come back and, and in, in the Buddhist sort of sense, like they evolve from, you know, lower spirits to higher spirits. And I don't know, I get, I think you loop back around when you get to like the highest point, like, and there's nowhere to go. You, you, you realize that all this other shit has changed in life and then you loop back around. So the idea of, of, you know, when you leave things that are, that are also still in the living sphere, picking up what you're leaving behind, I feel like that's ubiquitous. Like, I feel like that is a big feeling for everybody. In some, like, if they really think about it, what they're leaving behind, somebody picking it up is tremendous. Because that means that it was worthwhile enough, not just for them to be doing it, but but for somebody else to care enough to pick it up. Right. And that mm -hmm. thing, whatever that thing is, kind of gains a life of its own. And in a way, it's possible, maybe, that those are things that also are spirits that get to you know mine the experience of that thing. So like a corporation, for instance... I don't know that I'd put them necessarily on the same level as people and everything in the ways that they're doing it like legally. But if we think about the fact that it is technically an idea that self-perpetuates in the hearts and minds of people and sometimes even creatures, I could see that like a, a corporation technically being something sort of alive that can be experienced. Corporations, in a way. Are, corporations are alive in the same way that the Greek gods are. Right. And, well, you can't say that there's not actually a Greek god out there living and mining that experience. Absolutely. And <laughs> I, I, think that any, I think that anything that has enough uh, conscious belief behind it, I want to keep wanting to say human belief, but I don't just include humans in that. It's all conscious belief. Anything that's got enough conscious belief behind it lives a life. It may yeah. not have autonomy. It may be completely de de denoted by the belief and thoughts of others, but it's a life. It's yeah. an experience. 
and like as in in the in the event of like a corporation having some kind of semi sentience that can be mined by a, a spirit soul, I feel like that's more of like a you embody it, but the people are the ones that make shit happen. Like you don't get to control what happens to the company. You just get to experience the feelings of the people that interact with the company. Like you, you get to experience what it's like to kind of branch out into the world as that company. I don't know. It probably is more of a vague thing than like regular life. I would assume. Probably almost like maybe like being a tree, you know, like you don't have any, uh, well, from our perspective, I guess, you don't really have any autonomy. You don't get to choose where you grow. You don't get to choose how you grow or what what's around you that you grow around. Like, not a lot of choice in that, but, you know, you're there. Or it could be, like, community. Like, um, I don't know community. I know you haven't watched Community, but there's this, there's this episode, slight spoiler. That's fine. Where there's a guy who has signed over his rights to his his name and his life and his identity so that he can be Subway. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> the living entity that is Subway. And therefore, like, what if that's kind of how corporations are? What if the spirit of the corporation can be sort of transferred into a person such that they just embody that company right i'm having another another thought too do you mind if i bounce off of this a little sure all mine are going to be depressing and sad and angering so it's fine so what if we one day get to the point where corporations are worshipped in a specific regard like our like ancient gods like do you remember the episode of doctor who where they went to pompeii Mm -hmm. and each like household had a household god yeah and then like they paid homage or they worshiped at it or whatever like it was an entity of the household that they took care of in a specific way if okay so we legally are seeing corporations as entities right now in the purposes of making specific people rich and powerful but what if that evolves someday into the point where we see the corporation as what we're talking about a spirit that's inhabiting inhabiting the 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 corporation of toyota for instance and the people that work at toyota start to try and take care of that spirit to the best of their ability like that just if you're working for the betterment of a spirit that has no autonomy something that can't take care of itself you know because we usually think of gods as like something that's going to take care of us but if we have a like a parental feeling over a god to take care of it i think that i think that i think that capitalism might work i think you we... know you're the way you outline it i think our our whole idea about gods is wrong like yeah there is an element to where the the whole like gods take care of us that makes sense but I, I think if if you discard the the stereotypical monotheistic absolute god sort of paradigm you're left with the understanding that gods have to have belief in order to have power and so it becomes a symbiotic relationship between god and believers where 
believers give gods the power and the gods have the ability to determine where that power needs to be spent right mm -hmm. so i really mm -hmm. like the idea of having a household god i and, and i know that that's like ages old but like what if we brought that back it's an idea absolutely i mean each household has a spirit you know what i mean um, yeah but i don't and... mean in in the sense that they used to have it where i think the household god was like the god of of their ancestors kind of stuff i mean like what if what if the household god was the spiritual combination of all the people in that house yeah that's kind of what i was trying to say absolutely it is the spiritual culmination of the people that are in that house and it has echoes of people that used to live there yeah for a little while not forever probably but who knows <laughs> right yeah so that that, has... that means when you change reg residences anybody that doesn't come with you is not a part of the new household god it is a different household god and in that way the god the household gods get to die and and be born much like you know regular living things mm -hmm. absolutely if somebody moves and... out household god has an identity crisis where it is now potentially not even the same being anymore yeah and imagine imagine the household spirits uh the household gods of houses that go abandoned for for a time you know oh like, right yeah that's just going to be like an empty soul floating around um possibly ghosts uh <laughs> but yeah and that that i, I assume if you have people that regularly visit you know then that spirit starts to gain little bits you know and like pets have a different aspect of it too i would imagine that we're making a whole theology here no i <laughs> love it i love it yeah it's cute absolutely cute in a good way <laughs> you always think i mean cute in a sarcastic way cute for me is good now always okay okay My lips are chapped, and I can't find any of my lippy, chappy stuff. Mm, mm. January A sucks. Travesty. January does suck. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back to that. <laughs> Do you want me to talk about any of my stuff? Yeah, go right ahead. If you got stuff to talk about. I don't about. know. It's just depressing. I'm, I'm, I'm really, like, overwhelmed about the whole financial thing. Like, our finances yeah. suck. And January sucks. And then yeah. I like I was looking into um, doing like text chat job stuff because mm. I just I was like looking into different like what kind of jobs I could do that don't deal with people and like going down the line. <clears throat> I found, hey, you know, there's a, a whole market out there, of lonely people that want to pay to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. <clears throat> Thinking very innocently that that's all it would be. Most of the money seems to be in sexting. Yeah. <clears throat> Which sadly. I'm I'm not against, but at the same time I was really hoping to just talk to people that like didn't have friends cuz like I can do that. I can do that all day long and never have a problem with. It. I love talking to people. I love Especially when I can do it through texting, like, you know, on a keyboard, especially. 
I, I can talk all damn day and just have a blast at it. And, and, and even if it, you know, exercised my empathy and compassion to do it, sure, fine. I, I mean, if I'm getting paid for it, especially like that's even better. Like I, I can do those things. But sexting, that's, that takes a skill that, t and I found, and I tried to do, um, I did this app last night where one of the conversations did kind of go the X-rated path. And I mean, it's fine, I guess, but I don't know. It just makes me feel weird. Yeah, I bet. And it's okay that it makes you feel weird. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong if you decide you wanted to go that route, too, just to make sure I'm saying that clearly. I certainly have nothing against sex workers, and I, I wish them all the best, absolutely. But Honestly, I think if if it were just completely out in the open that, like, look, I am not going to run away with you. I'm not going to give you my phone number. I'm not going to do an off-platform thing. There's, there's not, I'm not trying to get you to my OnlyFans, and I'm not trying to do a Snapchat. Because I had a lot of people trying to get me to give them my Snapchat, which I don't even have one, or my phone number, or you know, personal information. Yeah, a lot of them uh, probably are expecting you to have alternate methods for that for you to get more money from them through sex work. Right. And it's like, nobody's, not very many people are subtle anymore when they go to that route. And so they're, I'm sure that you're getting a lot of, if you, I don't know how much you've done it, but like, it, I'm sure that you got some assholes. I Just, haven't, I, I did it for like an hour. I texted people for like an hour yeah. and there was one that was, um, that was a lesbian that I was like, oh, this is, this, this seems, you know, really nice and everything. And then it kind of degraded too a little bit, not as badly, but it's still like an hour's worth of text things where like I guess I made like eight dollars doing it um yeah, and the minimum is like the equivalent of like sixteen dollars so I'm halfway there and so I can't pay out anything until I do it again for another hour but like in an hour I'm like I have had probably five different people with different flavors of ugh <laughs> that's all I can yeah. say well, unfortunately, I think that that's what you're going to find is that a lot of the people that are lonely or cut off, they I don't know, I think that a lot of those people don't know where else to go, and so they just go for that kind of thing, and they have never learned how to grow socially. Yeah, I think that's actually the, the thing. The people that are lonely, they never develop social skills. Right. Because... There was one that who their online profile, which I never talked to them, but I reported them because this was not okay. Their profile pic was a dick pic. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. That, that person probably thinks that they're very edgy. And I'm like, that's not how you address people. Like, just basic social skills seem to just be go over most of their heads. And you having a desire to you know talk to the people that don't have anyone to talk to then that's the pool you're waiting for i know and i'm 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 really i just i i don't mind that they don't have social skills i mind that their lack of social skills 
tends to translate to I want some fuck. Yeah. Also, I assume it, it translates pretty often to not understanding that other people have their own autonomy and making demands. Right. Right. Like if if it was all even if the, even if all they wanted was sex, like let's even say that if it was all just like understood that I am just on the platform, that's where we're at. That's all it's going to be. I'd be fine because I could be like, hmm, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, maybe let's get to know each other before we do that or, you know, whatever. I can have some amount of autonomy and being able to choose what I want to talk about and everything. But there wouldn't be that pressure of I need to talk to you off of this platform. I need to know more about you. I need to find you in person. And it's like, that's creepy, dude. That's really creepy. Yeah. We 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 had like five exchanges back and forth. There is no reason any self-respecting human being would give you their f personal phone number. No. Mhm. Mm but some of the people on the platform probably are like significantly no offense here younger and less experienced in life and maybe they do fall for it which is why people still think it's okay to do can't imagine you're just getting you're always getting first-time users that don't know what the fuck they're doing and immediately fuck up i don't know i, I don't know um i today i i started trying to look into other things because i'm like you know that's a route and it may be something that I do that I dabble in here and there but it's not something that I want to like build a career on it's just something that's gaining me money and maybe a bit of experience along the way mm, excuse me but there's this thing called premium chat not a sponsor and I, I had come across it a couple of days ago and I was like mm, I'm not really doing that but I was trying to put um I was trying to to to, to do an application for something that was like text-based support kind of stuff and they wanted a um what are they called resumes i don't have a resume it's it's been over 15 years since i had a job so i don't even know how to make a resume so i started trying to make a resume and, and they wanted my email address and i'm like oh, what email address do i even put i none of my email addresses sound good so i created a new one and it just so happened that in order for me to create one that didn't sound like I was an asshat. The only thing I could think of to put down was talk at Elizabeth. And I was like, well, this seems like maybe that talk at Liz thing is something that I should look into. Mm. And so I, I, I started a, a premium chat thing um, with the whole talk at Liz concept. And I finally published the website because <laughs> right I had it made, but I never like published it just kind of had it parked yeah so now it's there this is, this is an interesting time of year to do for you to be starting new things but i understand you know it's january though new things happen in january the hardiest of things happen in january and if i'm being honest talk at liz is something that i've been sitting on for two years now it is something that has been around for a little while that's true that's true and I believed in it so much when I came up with the idea that I put in 10 years for the domain. So I got plenty yeah. of time to, to grow it into something. But, you know, 
anybody who's interested, talk at Liz. Um, I have the, the, there's two ways to talk at me, quote unquote, right now. And that is through email, which is completely free. And I might do some kind of like podcast or something where I read the stories, but change the names and, and some, you know, any identifying details. And then there's the, the premium chat, which is, I, I couldn't put it lower than a dollar per minute. Wow. So that's apparently the rate I wanted to go 50 cents. Cause I was like, I don't need a dollar, like dollar per minute seems steep, but apparently a dollar per minute is the lowest. But unfortunately, the premium chat place, like if you actually go there, like most of the people on there are also sex workers too, which is fine. I don't begrudge them, but like you're basically going to be sorting through that to find anybody who's not trying to sell you sexting or other sex related services. It's too bad. I really wish that there was a filter on those platforms so yeah. that you could, because like you can you can spend all day on TikTok and not see one, you know, 17-year-old girl shaking her ass or one 35-year-old man that screams about hating women, you know? There's yeah. a whole section of TikTok that's not the stuff you don't want to see. <laughs> well, the thing about premium chat, I think, is that if you want to not do the sex work, right, then you mm. have to promote it on your own stuff. That's kind of their deal. Like you promote it elsewhere. We're just the third party providing the service and right. they provide the anonymity that you need in order to do the thing and not hand out your personal information. <clears throat> it's free to like sign up for it. So I assume that they just take their cut. I don't know what their cut is yet. I don't really care. I was just kind of trying a thing and we'll deal with the details later, but yeah, I, I, I set that up. I also went to Reddit and tried to start an r slash site that's r slash talk at Liz. It exists now. Um, I haven't put anything on it, but I figure that's another place that I could do it too. Obviously, I'm not going to get paid for the, the Reddit one or the emails. So it's not quite the money-making opportunity that I was looking for for being able to talk with people, but maybe it'll blossom into something that can be monetizable in a well, reasonable is, way. I don't know. Reddit is still a little bit of a wild west in a certain regard to where, like, anything can blossom there. So, sure, that's not a place where money gets made, but that's part of the reason why it is, though. I just there. don't know how to do it. People do make money on Reddit. I just don't know how they do it. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> my point stands. I don't know if you understood what my point was. I don't. I don't. I don't know what your point was. What was your point? My point was just that it's interesting that you should go to Reddit because I think that Reddit for a very long time now, uh, for internet years, has been a place where things just grow. Oh, and, so I, uh, I was thinking about doing r slash um, videos that were related to, like, <clears throat> like reading out different Reddit posts and then me reacting to them so that it, it kind of advertises, like, who I am and how I react to things. And that mm -hmm. way, if they wanted to, like, have a personal 
chat with me, then, you know, I, I'd also be advertising my website, which will go to the page with um, the premium chat thing available. <clears throat> and the email, like, it's not, I'm not pushing it straight to premium chat. Like, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing a slow game, you know. Of course, understood. Love it. Fully on board. That's the idea. I don't know if it'll work. I... I don't know. I'm really downtrodden right now about the whole thing. But at the same time, I have hope that maybe this will work out. It's what I wanted to do when I, it, it's basically what I wanted from the beginning that I just didn't act on two years ago. So as a project seed, it has been gestating for long enough. Yeah. And... It's a new thing that you're planting a seed of in January. Last week when we talked, there was an enormous amount of writing that had happened. Yeah. This week, you went in a couple different other directions to test the waters. Yep. That's totally spring for you, babe. That's, you know, I go all over the place in spring. Well, we're not quite to spring yet. I know, but like it feels like spring a little bit because the holidays are over. <laughs> mm, gotcha. Makes sense. It feels like spring to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. You always have a smile in spring. So. Well, okay. Not always, always, but True like. True you know. spring feels way better than this. Yeah, you got some elements of spring. So, how we feeling? I don't know. Has that been and, long enough? I don't know how long we've been talking. We've been talking for almost 40 minutes for the episode. The whole episode, or just the uh, no, just the since part. the boop, since the since, boop, since the boop. Well, that's not too bad. People about were 30. complaining about them them being too long at an hour, so that was a while ago. That though, was right? a while ago. I don't know if anybody would still complain about that, but I don't yeah, know. We have no idea. I don't. Yeah, but... you know what? Hey, people, people listening to the podcast. Come to talk at Liz.com and tell me that you listen to me. Or just go to my Discord. But that's through the uh, the monsteralley.com. So, you know, that one might be a little harder because it's a much longer website. Talk at Liz is short, sweet. You're gonna be able to figure out how to how to spell it. Like not that people the people that listen to us probably don't have a problem with spelling. They're mostly writers, but still yeah also it's just difficult to get the energy to move in a new direction for some people so you know you keep saying it people will come eventually in more ways than one ha 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 lol <laughs> uh, okay well I think that that's probably enough for us from from this week. Um, we've got some new directions and some uh, music appreciation. It's been a heck of an episode. Um, any final thoughts you want to say, Tam? Yeah, I just I hope I'm not bringing anybody down. I know that I'm kind of in a low mood because it's January, but you know, all around, I do think that the world is basically a good place. Despite the fact that there are places where it's a little less than great. Um, and and I, I do have hope for the future. I'm, I'm not like, oh, woe is me. Just, you know, just in a place right now. 
moods exist and they're important that we have to deal with them, but they are also transitory and pass. Yes, exactly. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you, dear listener, for coming along with us on this journey. I hope you've enjoyed what we've had to say. And I'm eternally mortal, and I hope you find smiles this day. I'm the accidental monster. I've already kind of said everything about where you can find me, but I'll say it again. You can find me on theaccidentalmonster.com, on medium.com as the accidental monster, or you can find me on talkatliz.com and send me an email or sign up to do a chat with me. And uh, follow yourself, always.